Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, we'll go out to the Iran downstairs. Convenience stores guest line truly steps beyond convenience. Set list. You already you already bought the tickets. You're going. Who cares? That's but true. I like, you kind of screwed out of it either no, way. No, but I like I like to go and see what I'm in for. Beasley, did you go to Beasley the Beasley goes Peppers? to concerts. He knows about Setlist FM or whatever it is. Yes. If uh, if you go if you you shove hundred dollars for a concert, you get all rarities. It sucks, man. You want the hits. You want to hear good music. You want to hear the music you paid your your, your hard earned money. To, to hear. And, yeah, but and, once uh, you buy the ticket, it's too late. No, you, yeah, well, you can still complain. Not you can necessarily. Still complain about yeah, it. yeah, exactly. So, Bees, grade, grade the drop for me now. Grade. Grade it. Oh, grade. Yeah, no pressure there, right? Grade. Let's give it a uh, B plus. Yeah, does that sound right? Is that good? So hacky, but okay. I know. Yeah, I know. I, it totally is. We talked. We talked plenty about it coming in, and uh, you know, there was there was talk. Maybe were they going to go Forest Lamp? Is there a possibility they go tight end? But. I, obviously, after what their defense put up last year, it's it's probably not that surprising to see how it all ended up, right? Yeah, uh, they they keep pounding the drum. We went best player available, best player available. We, we stuck to our board. We did not deviate. Well, yeah, it's easy to take best player available when you only have defensive players on your board, right? Well, <laughs> true. I mean, that, that that that's what it seems like happened. Is that uh, yes, this was a knee draft, regardless of what they say. They addressed these all over the place. Their front seven got rebuilt. Uh, they picked up a cornerback they they like down the road, and yeah, they got a they got a guard and they got a wide receiver that's gonna that's gonna maybe uh, make Jarvis Landry think twice about uh, holding out or I don't think he'll hold out, but you know making a real stink about getting thirteen fourteen million dollars a year. Uh, I, I think that's the, the most fascinating pick there is. Isaiah Ford of Virginia Tech, who probably would have been a second day pick if he didn't run molasses slow with the combine, but he's he's really good back to back thousand yard seasons. If he can be uh, a something, if he can be a player. That puts a little bit of pressure on Jarvis, I think. Well, Beasley, one of the things I liked is that everybody, you know, is waiting for the Dolphins after, you know, what they've done over the last 10 years, waiting for them to make that move. You know, that move, the the Ted Ginn pick or the Deion Jordan pick. And I will say in the last two years, they've kind of stuck to the script. No, Everybody's on the same page. Uh, they needed help. They didn't reach for a player. Uh, they took advantage of the picks they, they had, uh, made minor moves, but stayed consistent throughout the whole draft process about what they were going to do. And I think that in itself is a sign that maybe the organization is, is turning the corner. Unlike you look at a team like the Bears. Ugh. Like, you, you, you can't, like, and, and I don't understand this, and, and I say this over and over again, and let me know what you think about this. Bad teams aren't bad just because of the players. Bad teams are bad because the organization keeps making bad moves. And when you sign a quarterback to $15 million, you're basically saying, we're going to wait a couple years before drafting a quarterback. And then you turn around a month or two later and move up to the second pick and give up a first rounder to draft a quarterback that was rate, rated what? Top 20, if that? Maybe. Right. 
So, like, it it, it, it drives me crazy. I'm not even a, a Bears fan or anything, but when I see people saying, why is my organization bad? I watch drafts. I watch these free agent signings, and I say, there's your answer. Well, it seems like yeah. they didn't go splash here, Bees. Like, they just, they, they seem like they had a real plan, and, and they tried to execute as much as they could go right. into this thing. Yeah, there's a lot to unpack there, Leroy. First of all, I'm sure that Alfred appreciate you being such a pessimist, right? Like, expect you're expecting the world to come crashing down. Their well, no, not me, but I'm saying uh, not me because after last year, I said, you know what? They at least earned from this day forward after last year's draft when they drafted one guy and got three starters. Okay, moved down in the draft and got three starters. I mean, that was a, that was a stroke of genius. To be honest. Right, everyone panned the time. Why are you giving up? you know, a top 10 pick, which they didn't really do. They just moved down five spots. But right. why give them a chance of taking a top 10 player uh, for two players that have probably washed up, and neither of which are. Uh, you know, obviously, Kegel got that, that big extension, and Byron Maxwell is going to be their week one starter. So, right. yeah, that, 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 that worked out. Uh, I always think that unless you are, I mean, that proverbial one or two pieces away, and unless you're the Falcons or the Patriots, you're not one or two pieces away. You're, 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 you're probably four or five or six pieces away from making a real run. Uh, but unless you're one of those teams, quantity over quality, man. Always move back, get as many picks as you can. It's the Patriot way. Uh, they, they they stockpile draft picks, and yeah, if you bat 500, it's it hurts if you only have six draft picks. If you have 12 draft picks, you get six players then. So uh, I'm of the opinion that first of all, the Bears got robbed, right? I mean, there's no way that anyone was going to give up nearly what Chicago gave up to move up to two. I mean, there's no way. Right. It's not like this is Andrew Luck they were trading up for. This is Mitchell Trubisky, what, he had 13 starts in his career, uh, one of which was against the, the Hurricanes, right? He looked pretty good in that game. Yeah, yeah, uh, we remember, man. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Putts. Uh, but n- nonetheless, uh, it's crazy. I mean, it's crazy that you would give up $15 million a year for a quarterback and then say, you know what, you'll be gone in 2018 because this is our future. It's Trubisky. I'm, you know, think about if you're John Fox right now. He's got to win this year, right? I mean, yeah, it's year man. three. Uh, Adam Gates has been gone two years now. He has to win this year. And their GM back in mortgage the future base, but he's like a quarterback that's not even going to start this year. That's crazy. Well, I think the thing that's nice to see with with the disaster that went down in Buffalo, them firing their GM, John Fox uh, didn't even know they were taking a quarterback. I guess it's nice to see because the Dolphins had some of this, you know, front office snipping going on in years past that they all seem like they're on the same page. Yeah, and, and there's total trust uh, between Adam Gates and Chris Greer. Uh, and look, Mike Tannenbaum's fingerprints are on this draft. His fingerprints are on everything they do. But this really is Chris Greer's time. And if he wanted, let's say, you know, quarter eight cankers in the third round, uh, he's going to get on the table and take them. It, no one's going to stop him. And even if Tankersley isn't going to have an impact right away and maybe there's some guards there that could start this year for the Dolphins there at uh, 97 or wherever they picked, uh, they're going to give him that leeway. And, again, you go 10-6 and six and make the playoffs for the first time since 2008, you have a little bit more rope. Uh, but, nonetheless, uh, you, you're right. I think that there is a level of communication, a level of trust. Uh, just, you know, it, it's a functional NFL franchise for the first time in a while, right? I mean, you were hurt. You, when, I, when Chris Greer's introductory press conferences, the era of uh, dysfunction is over. That tells you there's a lot of dysfunction in the previous era. And, and I think that's gone. And I think – they, they approached this draft, as I said, knowing they needed defensive help. Uh, they gave up the most yards in franchise history last year. I think they were the third or fourth worst defense ever to make the playoffs. Uh, they knew they had to make wholesale changes. The question is, and this has been brought up by a lot of people, 
name one week one starter that they drafted. True. And again, maybe that's good news, bad news. The good news is they have enough talent that they don't have to rely on Charles Harris playing 55, 60 snaps in the opener. But I look up and down that draft, and it seems to me as it's a depth and competition draft, which Mike Tannenbaum said it was, more than, yay, we got three starters out of this bad boy. Bees, uh, two things. One, uh, on Saturday when I was doing my show, and this would be obviously before the uh, the later round picks, I said if I had to describe the Dolphins draft in one word, it would be logical. I don't know if you agree or disagree with that. And two, uh, it, it, what's all the hubbub with Tankersley, man? Why is that such a big story? Well, they think he's going to be the next Byron Maxwell, and there are a lot of similarities there. It's crazy. Uh, Tankersley uh, played at Clemson, followed Maxwell at Clemson, and uh, basically modeled his game after him. He's probably been brought in to replace him because I think Maxwell got a $10 million cap number next year or something crazy, so this will probably be it for him. But they really like his length, his speed. He got lost at times in that, that secondary for Clemson. He did a little bit of holding, a little bit of pass interference. And if you ask Brandon Marshall, you are, you are describing Byron Maxwell, right? Because that's what he roasted him for. <laughs> but that's why, they, that's why they like him. They think he's going to be their starter for them 2018, 2019. Uh, it's up to him to win that job. Um, Bees, you know what? I, I look at, you know, you said who's going to be the number one, the, the, and did they draft anybody that's going to be a day one starter? And I kind of look at that defense um, more along the lines of they had a lot of injuries, they had to move a lot of guys in, and they had a lot of young guys that had to prove themselves maybe quicker than the team was expecting them to. But on the other side of that is they tuckered out late in the season, late in games, and that was their you know, undoing more than just the talent portion of it. And with them signing guys that can come in and maybe play a role right away, they don't necessarily have to be starters, but it'll keep that defense fresher for longer periods of a game and a season. Yeah, no question. A couple of positions I think really speak to that. Uh, last year in that playoff game, uh, they had one legitimate starting linebacker, right? And he was right. playing with one arm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it was Kiko, and there was a bunch of special teams guys in addition to that. Now they have four players that they think they can start at three spots. Really, they're a nickel so much, truly really only two spots. Right. Uh, Misi and McMillan, Raekwon McMillan, uh, are going to battle for that Sam linebacker spot. Uh, I think Lawrence Timmons is, is, is penciled in as that, that, that Mike, and then obviously Kiko will go back to the weak side. But, yeah, you're right. Now, if Koa Mithi seems to get hurt every single year, uh, stays true to form and gets hurt again, uh, they're comfortable putting you know Raekwon McMillan in that starting lineup. I think another position is defensive tackle. Yeah. Uh, they, they let Earl Mitchell walk this year, which is kind of surprising to me because his cap numbers wasn't huge, and although he didn't play great last year, he was solid, and he was a, kind of a snap eater. Um, they, you know, they went all in, in on, on, on Saturday on defensive tackle. They took them in back-to-back picks, Godshaw and, and, and Vincent Taylor. Um, I, I think they, they really see a rotation now on defense. They're going to go probably for that front seven, probably 11 or 12 deep, and try to keep those guys fresh, as you mentioned, so they don't just completely burn out at the end of the season. Appreciate the time, Bees. We'll talk to you later. Thanks, Bees. All right, Alrighty. That's Adam Beasley. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.